Faith, Hope and Love, episode 241, the 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A. A quality that describes God in the readings this weekend is forbearance. This is defined as patience, being long-suffering, tolerance, the act of refraining from enforcing a debt, obligation or a right. That's from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online. God is all-powerful, but gentle, and always wants to give us time to change, time for transformation and for repentance. I, for one, am extremely glad that God is very, very patient. God gives us time to be fully transformed by his wonderful gospel. I'm sure we've all benefited from that most reassuring of divine qualities, mercy, and forbearance. We're invited to focus more than ever on doing as much good as we can, in being people who are truly kind, merciful, just, and filled with compassion in deeper and deeper ways with each passing day. Let's not allow the hurts and sins of this world to stop us doing yet more good, to love more deeply than before. Whenever the weeds around us might otherwise prompt us to respond negatively or with bitterness, revenge and hate, where sin and hurt abounds, let us assure that the grace, kindness and forbearing love of Christ all the more abound in everything we do and say. This is Faith, Hope and Love. See, I have God for my help. The Lord sustains my soul. I will sacrifice to you with willing heart and praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and welcome to this 16th Sunday in Ordinary Time. We gather together as God's people, so as to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you came to reconcile us to the Father and to one another. Lord, have mercy. You heal the wounds of our sin and division. Christ, have mercy. You intercede for us with the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace. 
Let us pray for the grace to keep God's law. Show favour, O Lord, to your servants, and mercifully increase the gifts of your grace, that made fervent in hope, faith and charity, they may be ever watchful in keeping your commands. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Book of Wisdom There is no God besides you, Lord, whose care is for all people, to whom you should prove that you have not judged unjustly. For your strength is the source of righteousness, and your sovereignty over all causes you to spare all. For you show your strength when people doubt the completeness of your power, and you rebuke any insolence among those who know it. Although you are sovereign in strength, you judge with mildness, and with great forbearance you govern us. For you have power to act whenever you choose. Through such works you have taught your people that the righteous must be kind, and you have filled your children with good hope, because you give repentance for sins. The Word of the Lord Lord, you are good and forgiving. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer, and attend to the sound of my voice. All the nations shall come to adore you, and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great, and do marvellous deeds, you who alone are God. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, Turn and take pity on me. Lord, you are good and forgiving. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought but that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God, who searches the heart, knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. The Word of the Lord Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Blessed are you, Father of heaven and earth. 
You have revealed to little ones the mysteries of the kingdom. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Chapter 13, verses 24 to 43. Jesus put before the crowds a parable. The kingdom of God may be compared to a king who sowed good seed in his field. But while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So when the plants came up and bore grain... Then the weeds appeared as well, and the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Where then did these weeds come from? He answered, An enemy has done this. The slaves said to him, Then do you want us to go and gather them? But he replied, No, for in gathering the weeds you would uproot the wheat along with them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them into bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Jesus put before them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in his field. It is the smallest of all the seeds, but when it has grown, it is the greatest of shrubs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. Jesus told the crowds all these things in parables. Without a parable, he told them nothing. This was to fulfill what had been spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth to speak in parables. I will proclaim what has been hidden from the foundation of the world. Then Jesus left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, and the good seeds are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so will it be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Let anyone with ears listen. The Gospel of the Lord. We all have a tendency to divide people into two categories, either saints or sinners. However, this division is quite unreal. Human beings are complex. And we find things that are at odds with one another coexisting in the same human being. There is a coexistence in every person of good and evil, strength and weakness, loyalty and betrayal. 
As soon as we discover a weakness in someone, we tend to write that person off. We expect our heroes to be perfect. As soon as we find a flaw or a crack in another person, we tend to lose faith in them. Now we all know ourselves and we know that things are not that simple. We are all an extraordinary mixture of good and bad. Moreover, the roots of good are so entwined with the roots of evil that one can't be pulled up without pulling up the other. If we aren't careful, we may end up having no one who is free from imperfections, and we'll start to think everyone is untrustworthy and should be treated with suspicion. By concentrating on people's vices, we become blind to their virtues. We're only too eager to voice our criticisms, but reluctant to offer a single word of encouragement. And in this way, we bar every road to improvement. The message of today's parable is something Jesus lived throughout his ministry. He reached out to all sorts of people, mixing with priests and crooks, scribes and politicians, children and tax collectors. The Pharisees, those whose very name means the separated ones, criticised him for associating with the wrong crowd. But Jesus knew that all communities were a mixture of weeds and wheat, the good and the bad, the crooked and the cracked, and it wasn't always easy to tell the difference. The farmer in the parable thought he had an impossible task, and he did what most of us do in this situation. But then he tried to calm himself down. He was able to see things in a better perspective. Certainly he could see that his precious field had both weeds and wheat, and he recognised that he would have to work hard on the wheat, coaxing it and encouraging it so that it would outgrow the weeds. Like all good farmers, he worked hard on himself first, not to give in to despair. He did not give up on his field simply because it was a mixture of light and darkness. On harvest day, the farmer separated the wheat and the weeds, and it appears that he reaped a fine harvest. Even though it fell short of the 100% he'd hoped for, it was a satisfying harvest because there is always more. Firstly, we have to be patient and lenient, mostly towards ourselves. We must be hospitable to all that we are. We must acknowledge the dark side of ourselves while not conceding victory to it. We must struggle on in spite of the weeds, confident that good will finally triumph. And it's through this struggle that we're able to grow, provided we don't throw in the towel. While we do have some responsibility to help the good plants flourish, it's our job as a church not to set up inquisitions and purge the field for our own approved supports. The church is not God after all. The final judgment is not ours to pronounce, but ours to prepare for, always with hope, hope that there will be changes before then. It's a hope that should never be denied, least of all, by the followers of Jesus. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, 
was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us ask our loving God to hear our prayers for the building up of the kingdom. For all people, that the Spirit will be with us always when we find it hard to pray. Lord, hear us. For the baptised, that the seed of faith instilled in our hearts will grow ever stronger. Lord, hear us. Let us pray that we will always know how compassionate, merciful and loving God is. Lord, hear us. For our faith family, that we will all be leaven in the world, showing forth God's power and love. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that they will receive healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. For the gentle repose of those who have died, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. All-knowing God, you know the secrets of our heart. We humbly ask you to hear these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O God, who in the one perfect sacrifice brought to completion varied offerings of the law, accept, we pray, this sacrifice from your faithful servants and make it holy as you blessed the gifts of Abel, 
so that what each has offered to the honour of your majesty may benefit the salvation of all. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Preface 2 of Sundays in Ordinary Time The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For out of compassion for the waywardness that is ours, he humbled himself and was born of the Virgin. By the passion of the cross he freed us from unending death, and by rising from the dead he gave us life eternal. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and, giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up, for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one, by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters 
who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. And all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commands and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. The Communion Antiphon The Lord, the gracious, the merciful, has made a memorial of his wonders. He gives food to those who fear him. 
And now a prayer for spiritual communion, in union with those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet, post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Graciously be present to your people, we pray, O Lord, and lead those you have imbued with heavenly mysteries to pass from former ways to newness of life. 
Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone. It's wonderful to join together to praise God and to offer special intentions for those near to us. And may God sustain you this week with his grace and love. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988, 2007, and this arrangement, Stefan Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2020. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on high, the name of the three in Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it begins with strength from within, this day I will arise. Today I arise, today I arise, this day I will